All right, guys, welcome back to the Nosebleed Seats podcast. This is episode number 24. Today, we'll be discussing the obvious in the NFL world. The New England Patriots have signed former NFL MVP Cam Newton. Sunday night, the news broke that they had signed Cam to a one-year deal, um, base salary, 550K, uh, pretty incentive-laden. The deal will get him up to around seven and a half mil if he meets all those incentives. Uh, Liam, I'm going to just let you go right ahead, give your initial thoughts, your takes. Um, What do you think about Cam Newton joining New England? Yeah, so I think think like everyone else, um, I kind of went nuts when the news came out. Um, I was shocked that we actually ended up getting Cam Newton. Um, If you asked me three months ago if Cam Newton would be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, I'd say you're an idiot. But now this is the reality. Um, I'm very excited for Cam. He's one of the most entertaining players the NFL has seen in forever. He's just the way he throws, the way he runs, the way he plays, the way he sellies. He just has such a flair, such a fire for the game of football. And it's going to be you know, good seeing really a different type of quarterback uh, behind the helm for the Patriots as, you know, we're just so accustomed to Brady. So I'm excited for Cam. Um, there's obviously the worry about his injury history, but I've been reading up on it and it just sounded like he kind of needed just a year off and he'd be good. It's just, I think his body was just too banged up. So I think what's going on now with Cam getting released Everything with the injuries, people doubting him, him not getting any sort of a contract that you would think the former MVP would get. I think there's a fire lit under his belly, and I think it's going to you know, benefit the, the Patriots. I think we're going to have great success this year. Yeah, um, I think Rex Ryan perfect, said it pretty, pretty perfectly. He went on ESPN a few days ago. He kind of just talked about how like stupid that the rest of the league is for this. I mean, now that the terms have come out, I mean, what are other NFL teams doing here? I mean, you're telling me that some of these teams with much more cap room than us, I mean, we were bottom of the barrel in terms of cap space, couldn't have given Cam Newton half a mil just to come be a backup, potentially fight for a starting job. And I don't know, I just think that this is going to pay dividends for the Patriots, just given this is a win-win for both sides. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I just think that there's really nothing to lose here, given now that we see the money. I mean, he comes in, he still looks banged up, can't really throw the same since the shoulder injury. Boom, whatever. Put Stidham in, make Cam your backup. But in terms of my actual take on it, I mean, this is huge. This is huge for the Patriots. Um, they just came off one of their, I mean, one of their most depressing offseason I think any team could ever have. Um, you lose your two top franchise players ever in the same offseason to a different team. Um, you look at it from the rest of the roster standpoint, I couldn't imagine them being too thrilled of suiting up this year, given the loss of Brady, given the loss of Gronk. I mean, obviously, yeah, they were going to come out 
play, all that. But, I mean, it's a pretty depressing feeling around that, that locker room, around that stadium. Now, you add Cam. It lights a fire, not just under Cam, but under the rest of the roster. Like you said, he brings such a flair to the game uh, with his celebrations, just with the way he plays. He could run. He can throw. Uh, he's one of the hardest quarterbacks to bring down. I mean, he was still the most sacked quarterback in Carolina over the past few years. That probably plays into the fact that all these injuries are happening with his foot, his shoulder, all that. He comes to New England. He comes to a team where we have such a well-built culture, uh, the best coaches in the league with Belichick, with McDaniels, um, a great O-line that's going to benefit him. He'll be able to stay in that pocket uh, a lot more than he would have in Carolina, given they didn't really have any uh, good old lines over his tenure there. I mean, I just think that this is going to be one of Bill's best signings in terms of just like fits, uh, stealing. He pretty much stole Cam Newton from the rest of the league here. I mean, I know that doesn't really make sense considering no one else wanted him, but it's going to come out this year. He's going to ball out, and I think the Patriots are going to be a 10-win team, maybe 11-win team. There's my take on it. So It's just to quickly trip over what you're saying. I think he definitely does add something to the locker room that really will rejuvenate the guys and – because, I mean, we're going from depressing, like, oh, no more Brady, no more Van Noy, no more Collins, no more Gronk, who was already retired. But he's, you know, the attitude that, oh, he retired, and then when Brady leaves, he comes out of retirement. So yeah. I imagine the locker room probably felt like what's going on, even though, like, it's the Patriot way. Whenever we whenever you see interviews with them, they're always like, oh, you know, we're, like, we're probably going to – we're going to have a good year and we're going to – try to win and it's very bland Belichick answers but um I think now I think just with all that going on before we signed Cam Newton and we're going with a younger quarterback it's just I felt like the locker room may have and obviously I'm not inside the New England Patriots locker room but the locker room may have been sort of you know like deflated sort of like they like it's kind of on like the end of like, it's very again very tight. I would imagine it was, and now you bring in a guy like Cam Newton, who just has the ability to get guys to play harder for him. Yeah. If you look at the team he had at Auburn when he won the national title, I think only one guy on that team went to the NFL. So it's Cam Newton, one guy that barely got drafted, and then undrafted guys, mm-hmm. and he won a national title because he is such a good leader. And just such a good guy. I, I'm very excited for Cam, and I think this is great for the Patriots locker room. So, um, are you – you know Felger and Maz, right? Felger and oh. Maz, the radio show in Boston. Oh, yeah. I know Felger and Maz. All right. So, they came out – I don't know if you saw this or not, but they came out oh, – This is the celebration thing? Yeah. I wanted to hit on this because I yeah. thought it was pretty interesting because they, they're taking a little bit of heat for it. Just trying to find the quote. Hold on. All right. So 
Felger and Maz went on, specifically Michael Felger, the host, went on his one of his initial things he said in a quote, even something as simple as seemingly innocuous as the dabbing, the supermanning, all the celebrating and all the showboating on the field. They don't want you doing that here. I hope he doesn't. I like that about the Patriots. I like that they don't ride each other like ponies after touchdowns or whatever. But, I mean, I don't really get that last part. I don't know if that was sarcasm, but uh, the Brandy Cooks Gronk thing, riding each other like ponies, that definitely happened in New England. But here's my thing on it. What is the difference between Cam Newton supermanning? I, I don't think I don't think he would be dabbing, considering that's kind of like in the past. I mean, that was so long ago. I think he stopped that whole thing. But, I mean, the Superman thing, that's definitely his signature celebration. What's the difference between that and the Gronk spike? What's the difference between that and Gronk um, standing over defenders, mocking them, and or spiking the ball, riding ponies? doing the nutcracker thing in England, all those celebrations, what's the difference here? I don't really understand that. I mean, I we, I know we saw it the other day on TV, Liam. We saw the, the, the Belichick um, thing from his Do Your Job documentary, him kind of supporting his players to celebrate because it kind of gives you – it gives the other team like a fear almost. Sorry, there's some there's dogs barking in my background right now. <laughs> um, Couple pops. Yep. But uh, his Belichick, one of the most hard time coaches there are in uh, American sports history. He likes when players get riled up after touchdowns. When it sh- kind of shows the other team, hey, like we should freaking be feared of these guys. I mean, they're they're jumping on us right now. So. I don't know. I just don't get this whole celebration thing. I think Cam should be who he is here, the same guy as he was in Carolina. I don't know if you feel now, differently. My first thing is Felger's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy's made a career off of just this, literally this exact thing he's doing right now. He has made a career off of making Patriot fans hate him. He just is essentially the New England Max Kellerman. Yep. That's all because he always says he doubts the Pats, always says he hates the Pats, he doesn't like them, all this stuff. Because, I mean, credit to him, there's nothing we love more than talking about and listening to guys who doubt the Patriots. It's the best. There's a reason why we watch First Take. There's a reason why Kellerman says anything. It goes viral. So that's my first thing. I think he's an idiot. I think he's only doing this to, for this exact purpose. We're now talking about Felger and Maz. Because of what he said, then I think the thing with the celebration is it's not that we don't like celebrating here in New England. We do. I think what we don't like is poorly timed celebrations. We see teams in the NFL today who are down like 30 to seven and late in the fourth get a sack and then they like do like a freaking big man getting a sack celebration. That's what we don't like here in New England. But literally, we had our tight end, like you said, with Gronk, is a virtual, like a very viral image. Very famous for his spike. It's just the Gronk spike. You can't spike a football now without thinking of Rob Gronkowski, which is crazy considering the spike was the first celebration in football. But 
you can't think of a spiking the football without Gronk. You can't think of Randy Moss opening the gates like he did whenever he scored here. And it's we like celebrating. It's just celebrating at the right moment. And like Belichick said in the doc you're talking about, the do your job doc, if you're not celebrating, you're not playing with fire. You're not having fun. Exactly. It's And that's exactly what it is. He loves celebrations. He just doesn't want them to – he doesn't want guys – basically you know kind of going out of their way to celebrate like how we see when like the bears get a pick they like do their whole choreograph i feel like Pelich oh yeah fan of that but you know whenever cam brings here i think he's gonna do some sort of new celebration or he might just bring back the superman but he did say the dab is dead a while ago so no more dabbing but I mean, Cam's going to do whatever he wants, and Belichick's going to give him free reign to do whatever he wants because, listen, until it's proven wrong that Cam Newton's celebrating, he's good at football. And, you know, let the boys let the boys have fun, and that's why guys love playing for Belichick. It's he's smart and a, a player's coach. you got to keep in mind that when this all was happening, he was a, what, 25, 26-year-old kid uh, winning MVPs. Um, I mean, he definitely was under the the brightest lights there. Now, to the present day, like you said, coming off a year without playing football and the past couple years, he's been nowhere near the same player. It's a sense of humbleness. Uh, I think he's he's 31 now. Um, He's kind of grown. Uh, He's now on the other side of it. Like I just mentioned, he's not. Um, any what near the the great player that he was. Um, so I mean, yeah, like I think that he's humbled by this. Uh, he's humbled by this move. Uh, he said it in his uh, YouTube channel. He's like at your neck. He wants respect. He also said that in the deal. He want it wasn't about money. It's about respect. So I think this all this plays it a big thing here with this this move here to New England. I think that he is going to surprise a lot of people, not in terms of like playing, just in terms of like his attitude, um, his on-field stuff. Uh, I think he realizes where he is now. He is in the Mecca of the football world, a franchise that just had the greatest 20 year stretch you could ever have. Uh, a league that it's so hard to build dynasties um, in comparison to the NBA where you can sign superstars and there you go. But even there, I mean, it's usually five, six-year stints. New England, we've been doing it for 20. So I think he realized that. I think there's a huge chip on this guy's shoulder. Huge. Just in terms of seeing him work out um, posting, I mean, obviously, like, people are going to say, like, oh, like, he's he's just kind of doing it for attention, like, posting all this stuff on YouTube. I mean, like, what else is he supposed to do? He needs to show these coaches, these teams, that he's working. He he wants another shot. Um, how else are you going to do it As in terms of being a free agent? I mean, this is how you put your name out there. This is how you show other teams – your willingness to play. 
Um, he just did that here, taking such little money to come play for a team. I mean, I don't know. I think that celebrating, whatever, I don't think that's going to really play into this. I think that Cam Newton is just rejuvenated a lot, and he got a shot. I think it's a perfect fit. Kind of going back to our initial takes, I'm, I kind of want to spit this out there some more. Cam Newton definitely just did the right move here. Um, I think with Colin Kaepernick and all that stuff, I think there was for sure a team that offered Colin Kaepernick probably more money than what Cam Newton just signed for in New England. And I think that Cap turned it down, obviously. But this is the ultimate thing here where a player just wants respect. This is it. This is it. This is the contract, the situation, everything. So I think that Cam will come here. We'll see. I don't know if he's going to be that starter because Belichick, given the uh, offseason that we're having, one of the weirdest offseasons of all time, no mini camps, none of that. Every snap is going to be so crucial in terms of when training camp begins. I don't know if Cam will be – uh, week one starter, but he's going to get in there at some point. I don't think he's going to give that job back to whoever it belonged to before him with Stidham or Hoyer. So, sorry to rant on a little bit there. Oh, no. no, it's great. I think I think he is going to be the week one starter. I think, I think the first couple weeks our offensive playbook is going to be a little simplified for him because, I mean, it's a quarterback coming into a new <laughs> a new system. Like he needs more than what the season starts in like two months. He needs more than that to, Mm -hmm. to learn the playbook, get to know the guys. He was working out with Sanu, but like you were saying where he is coming from a team who was the first, was the last and not from, he's coming to a team that's had success in this sport, which is an incredibly hard sport to have success in for a good 20 years just of dominance, only not making the playoffs twice, winning six Super Bowls, one of them being back-to-back. I mean, two of them being back-to-back, which has only happened uh, eight times in the history of the NFL. So, I mean, it's just clear that I think that it's clear that there probably was an offer for Cam Newton that I think was more money was given to him by another team in the league, but they wanted him to be a backup, like Jameis Winston is now. Yep. And I think Cam just thought that that was extremely disrespectful. I think that's that's the whole thing with Cam, where he's like he's like it ain't about the money, it's about the respect. Because I think I think he his agent probably didn't want him meeting with the Patriots because he knows the Patriots gave him all the this was the most money we possibly could have gave him. We now have like enough money to go get the guys Duncan's left in the salary cap <laughs> and freaking it's just, and I think, I think it took a while to get the agent on the phone for the Patriots, uh, get the agent to talk with Bill. Mm-hmm. And then he talks to Cam and I think it was essentially just, you know, Belichick being Belichick essentially where you know, it's he has this ability to make guys want to play for him. 
And that's the thing. And I think Belichick said that to Cam. He's like, listen, I'm going to give you as much as I can give you right now. It's just we don't – we're in a bind right now. We don't have much money. We have little room to wiggle here. And so I think he just told Cam what he – he's like, listen, if you come here, this is what we're going to do. This is the system. This is how we're going to run it. If you can earn the starting job, this is what's going to happen. And I think Cam was just like, hell yeah, I want to play for that guy. I want to have him him on my side instead of playing against him. He's like, and he's going to give me an opportunity to succeed while these other teams are telling me I'm going to come in as a backup. I think that's exactly what happened with Cam Newton. And I think he made ultimately the right call. And, I mean, we're going to see what happens with him. I think he's going to go back to, you know, good old Cam like the way he was. And I'm really excited for him to, you know, get center and – I think I just I'm I'm really excited that he's gonna literally be the quarterback of the New England Patriots. That's yeah. just so awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so now that this has unfolded, Cam's a Patriot, all that, um people still don't seem sold. Vegas really didn't I don't think they put our win total any higher. I think it still sits at nine. Um that's clearly they're clearly saying that either Cam is on par with Jarrett Stidham or that their roster just substantially is below other teams in the East. But I like I just don't see how teams think or all these people think that our roster is that bad without Tom Brady. Uh, I look around the offense – I mean, yeah, there's a couple there's a couple faults in it. The tight end still remains a huge question mark. They brought in a couple rookies. Tight end studs. Both tight ends. <laughs> uh couple it's still a question mark, but everywhere else, I mean go to wide receiver. I still think that our wide receivers are not as bad as people say. Uh Julian Edelman, obviously up there in age, but he's still going to be Julian Edelman. Um, that's a, pretty much a given. He's one of the hardest working players in the league. He has had his, had that chip on his shoulder since the day he entered the league till now, uh, given that he's a star. Uh, probably the, I'd like to think that he's probably the face of the franchise right now. Uh, he still has, carries that chip. Uh, Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, you gave up a second-round pick for him. Didn't really pan out the way you hoped. But I still think that this guy could turn things around. Uh, his trainer said, came out, I saw a report saying that Sanu's in the best shape of his life. Um, given all this quarantine stuff, players have been training. I'd like to think a lot more. Not much else to do. So, yeah, I guess Sanu's feeling a lot better. Um, Nikhil Harry. I mean, this guy is so slept on. It's it's unbelievable to me. Uh, people are knocking him, saying that he had a, a bust of a year. You can't really say that. Uh, he missed the first half, and then when he came back, he really wasn't a part of the offense. Uh, and when he was, he did nothing but make plays. He stretched the field. He made one of the coolest catches I saw all year. Uh, I forget who it was was against it was like a diving play it was just a stretch up the field and he like dove out and it was a penalty it didn't end up counting 
Uh, obviously, the Chiefs game, he stepped stepped out of bounds <laughs> for the no call at the touchdown. Oh. But he was clearly inbounds. I mean, that was a hell of a play. Uh, the Dallas game, he made that touchdown grab. I mean, this kid now, sophomore year here, should be healthy, should be good to go week one. He could be the X factor in the in this offense. Uh, talking about a clear-cut wide receiver, one that we've been needing since Randy Moss has left the Patriots. This could be the guy. And given with the new quarterback, given that Brady's out, that whole trust tree is out, it's no favorites here anymore. It's whoever's open, whoever's on the field. I think Nikhil could pay dividends with Cam Newton in this offense. Running back, Michelle, we'll see. Not really sold on him. I think he's pretty bad, but there's still so many other guys. You got James White, you got Rex Burkhead, you got Damian Harris all in there ready to steal that spot from Sony. We'll see, though. I just don't think that this offense is as bad as people think. And to close it out real quick, we still have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, given given that Bill Belichick is still coaching it, we still have all this talent. Yeah, we lost Van Noy. Yeah, we lost Jamie Collins, but Jamie Collins is really nothing in that second half of the year. Van Noy will hurt a little bit, but we still have such a great defense. So I don't I don't know. I just don't see why people are knocking us that much, considering that Brady wasn't even that great last year. Twenty six and what ten did he have? Twenty six touchdowns, ten interceptions, something like that. Yeah. That's Cam, Cam Newton easily could do that this year. Easily. I'll throw it over to you, but I just want to hear what you have to say in terms of win totals and all that and where the Patriots okay. rank. So I was going to, after I do my little spiel here, I was just going to run through the schedule with you and we'll yeah. just see what we're going to go. Yeah. But, yeah, people, people still don't think that, oh, adding Cam Newton is – not affecting the Patriots. They still, I think Vegas still has in the nine, nine wins, nine and a half wins. Yep. Um, if you look at this team, we're pretty freaking good. Yeah. I'm going to be straightforward with you. So we got still, we got Cam Newton or Jared Stidham. Cam Newton doesn't work. We'll throw it to Stidham. Like that's like when people work and like, I heard some people being like, Oh, I don't know about Cam. I'm like, Okay. We signed him for next to nothing. If he doesn't work out, we go back to what our plan was, you know, a week ago. Like, that is essentially it. Like, we were going to go with Stidham. Now we have Newton. If Newton doesn't work, go back to Stidham. It's no problem there. Yeah. We still got our running back by committee with uh, Michelle White and Burkhead and Damian Harris. So we got four four running backs that are, you know. Can play. Yeah, four running backs can go in any anywhere, in any way type of running. Obviously, mm-hmm. Burke has more of a power back. Sony's more of a pure back, and James White more of a passing back. But I love our running back by committee. I always do. I love James White, Wisconsin boy. But uh, <laughs> and people, the whole thing last year, the whole thing last year was ah, uh, Brady's got no one to throw to. Brady. Brady doesn't have targets. Which was never the case. Edelman Edelman can't do it all. Edelman can't do it all. Yeah, 
But right now, our wide receiver core, Edelman, Healthy Sanu, Nikhil Harry with another year of experience, and Jacoby Myers, and then, like, just some random guys that were probably, I don't know, really many of the, the lower guys, but knowing Belichick, one or two of them's probably going to be a stud. This is the best wide receivers Cam Newton's ever had, by far. Yep. Carolina had not built anything around Cam Newton. Nothing on offense. They got Christian McCaffrey what two years ago when they probably knew that they were going to ship him out of town eventually cam newton's cam newton's targets in carolina consisted of a very very old steve smith and kelvin benjamin who is one of the biggest busts of a wide receiver that you can think of in the past 10 15 years and then at the tail end of it, he got he ended up getting DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, but that you can't even really count it because that's when the injury started piling it piling up. Sorry to cut you off, but I just want to go into a little bit more depth of his weapons oh. there in Carolina. <laughs> oh no, they were garbage. It was it literally was shocking. Well, besides their defense, and they had Luke Keekley. He had Luke Keekley and Greg Olson, where he was playing on a team where if quarterback position wasn't so highly valued he might not have been the best player on the team, considering how much I love Luke Keekley mm-hmm. and how good Greg Olson was when Greg Olson was buzzing. But, I mean, I'm trying to find insect. Here we go. The Panthers were always trash. And the oh. one year where Cam was MVP, he carried them. I mean, yeah, he had help from Josh Norman's huge bust-out year, obviously, but like that Here- roster still wasn't anything special. Here, here were all of his targets during Super Bowl 50. Ted Ginn Jr., Jonathan <laughs> Stewart, Fozzie Whit- uh, Whitaker, Whitaker, Mike Tolbert, Corey Brown, Greg Olson, Devin Funches, and then Jericho Cacheri. <laughs> Trash. My guy, my guy got two receptions for 17 yards. <laughs> no, it's think like that that that's his lineup in the Super Bowl yeah. that he was that was his running back wide receiver and tight end core and if you compare it to Denver who they played CJ Anderson Emmanuel Sanders Demarius Thomas yeah. like, right there those are three players that are significantly better and that's the reason why Denver won I mean well Denver won because of their defense but you know back to the Patriots how we're looking it's Essentially, this is the best wide receiver core Cam Newton's ever had. He leaves Christian McCaffrey, which stinks. I imagine he would like playing with arguably the best running back in the league, but Mm -hmm. running back by committee. Our tight ends are young, but I have faith in them. I think at least one of them's going to emerge out of this as not like a Gronk, but like just a good receiving back that we can consistently throw to. Our offensive line is the best it's been, I think, in a while. We lost Skarnecki in this offseason, the offensive line coach. But still, nonetheless, Isaiah Wynn, Joe Tooney, David Andrews is back fully healthy. He uh, The scare with the blood clots in his lungs, but he's all good. Shaq Mason and Marcus Cannon. That is a nasty offensive line. Yep. That is a nasty offensive line. And that's what's going to help Cam, too, because I, I don't think he got very good protection down there in Carolina. And then our our defense is still our defense. We still have all the core guys that you know we we want. 
Sorry. Ooh, the poppers. Yep. No, but we still have all the key guys we want. Obviously, we lost Collins and Van Noy. Mm-hmm. We lost Collins and Van Noy, which stinks. Collins kind of was like a filler this year. Collins is doing his classic move of having a good year, going somewhere else, getting paid. And then, you know, he did it, did it twice to us. So, all to him. We had success with him twice. But, you know, it's these guys, I think, that are coming in. I like uh, Winovich. Or, yeah, Chase Winovich. Yep. He's going to become sliding into that linebacker spot. Uh, Bentley, Jawan Bentley, is going to slide into that uh, linebacker spot, too. And we still have probably the smartest defensive player in the league with Dante Hightower still making the calls. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the signal caller. We still have. I mean, I'm just looking at the the roster. This is just absurd. Solid. We got still have the defensive player of the year, Stefan Gilmore. The McCordys, Patrick Chung, J.C. Jackson. Like, it's, it's – I don't get what the – we got a new kicker, which people were dying for. <laughs> got a new kicker. Guy – might have a couple of screws loose, but you know he kicks the ball good. So um, you said you love the screw loose kickers. Oh yeah, if you want, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to, if you meet with a kicker, and he's a normal person, that's a guy you can't trust. You want a guy that's a little, <laughs> little bit like you want him like he comes into the meeting wearing like a bolo tie. You want that guy kicking footballs for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want, yeah. You want to. You want a little bit of a nut because kickers are a weird breed. But, no, I think the Patriots are still going to have success. I think now knowing what we have at quarterback, because at the end of the day, Stidham still was a question mark about if he will succeed replacing Brady. Um, The Skarnackian comments about there will be growing pains wasn't good. Um, But... I think now that we have a set quarterback, granted if it's week one or week seven or eight, we have a set starting quarterback. And I think that's just so beneficial that we can go with a veteran in this awkward time that we're in as New England Patriot fans. We can go with a veteran quarterback rather than, because at the end of the day, playing a young quarterback is still rolling the dice, even though I love Stidham. I think just Cam Newton elevates us to a level where I now think we are definitely going to win the division. Yep. And I, I just depending on how every game falls. To be, take right there. Yeah, I think I think we're definitely going to win the division. I I don't think I think I think the Bills are good. It's if you look at the AFC East, it's we. I think with the signing of Cam, we're still the favorite. Bills Bills have built the team. That's the closest I think an AFC team is to beating us in 20 years. Um, where like I'm like going into the year, I'm like, okay, yeah, like these guys are actually good. Miami's starting to actually build a team down there. I mean, Miami had a killer draft, killer offseason, very smart head coach, very smart mm-hmm. GM. Miami's building towards something that I am not looking forward to in the future. But and then there's the Jets. But um Jets. Yeah, they're still the Jets. <laughs> they're still doing Jets things. They stink. But uh yep. yeah, no, I still think I still think we're the favorite. 
in the AFC East. And depending on how things go, I think we're probably the third best team in the AFC. Um, behind, obviously, the big two, the Chiefs and Ravens. I think I would firmly put us there as the third best team in the AFC. You want to go through the schedule? Yeah, go through the schedule. You got it up in front of yep. you? Yep. Yeah, I got it up in front of me, too. So week one, the Dolphins come to New England, 1 o'clock. Um, dub. Dub. I'm going, I'm going win there. Yeah, I'm going I'm going win there. It's opening day. Miami at home. We only lose to Miami in Miami. Yeah, except for the game I went to last year. <laughs> Freaking lose to the Brady's last fucking regular season game in New England. Sorry. But next, uh, prime time. They go all the way cross country to Seattle, 820. Lost. I'm going win. Oh, Cam Newton never could beat the Seahawks in Carolina. It was always like his personal rivalry there, always, and they always duped it out. Classic old school defensive football. Go look at those scores when you have a chance. It's like thirteen to six. All those low scoring games, twelve to twelve to three, like crazy defensive games and there's a there's a clip of cam like watching the seahawks come out of the tunnel they ended up the panthers ended up losing but i mean he just hated the seahawks when he was with the panthers and i think that now he's on a way way better roster um given just like i said the chip on his shoulder win i i it's going to be a low scoring defensive game pats are two and zero after Seahawks game. Next week, Raiders come to New England. One o'clock game. Las Vegas Raiders. When? When? Uh, yeah, I will also go win there. I do like what the Raiders have done this offseason, but there's still lots of work to be done with them. Oh, yeah. Also, just back to the uh, the last game, the Seattle game. Uh, I didn't really explain my reasoning for loss. Um, Seattle's pretty fucking good. They yeah. are they are maybe the fifth, fourth best team in the league. They are. One hundred percent. I like I'm just teams I can name better than them. Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, 49ers. Like they're right there with the 49ers. I mean, there's a reason why their division came down to the last game. So I have full faith in the Seahawks. I have full faith in Russell Wilson. Sucks to say, but I think that's gonna be our first loss. And, I mean, that's not a bad loss. The Seahawks are probably going to go, like, 13-3. and Yeah. Week four, uh, Chiefs, Arrowhead Stadium, 425. Big L. Big L. Big big loss there. Big loss. Pats are good, but this is the Chiefs league now. Uh, I think we all have to accept that. This is Patrick Mahomes' league. He is the new face. Uh, Their offense is disgusting. Uh, their defense, right there with it, pretty solid D. Did lose a couple names. Could be losing Chris Jones soon as well. But I mean, all you really need is Patrick Mahomes and some pretty disgusting receivers, and that's it. It's all you need. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to be said about them. They're the defending. They're the defending champs for a reason. Yep. Uh, they have the best quarterback in the league, and 
in my opinion, it's really not even close. He is, you know, making that argument for he's the most, I'm going to phrase it this way, because he might be the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Like, as far as just pure talent of throwing the football, it it's insane the stuff that Mahomes can do. I mm-hmm. was going to say he has potential to be one of the best, but I don't see him winning six Super Bowls. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's just it's Mahomes. There's, there's not much to be said about it. Yep. Next week, um, Broncos come to New England, 1 o'clock game. Win. Rock to your <sighs> I'm going to go – I'll say a win here as well. Um, I do – this is tough, though, because I do like what the Broncos have been doing. Uh, I do like Drew Locke. I think he's going to be a solid quarterback. Um, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon. That's a pretty That's a pretty low-key good offense in this league. Um, but I do like um, – Who's their coach there? Is it still the Vangio guy? Yeah, uh, Vic Vangio. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't trust that guy uh, going up against Bill, especially in New England. Uh, I do think that will be a close game, though. Uh, the next week, 49ers come to New England, 425. 49ers. Jimmy G makes his return to New England. I'm... Do it. Do it. Win because we're coming off a bye. Um, we're coming off a home game yep. and then a bye and then another home game. We're going in from really no travel for two weeks, three weeks really, and into the game against the 49ers. I feel like Belichick's very prepared for that. Um, Belichick knows. Um, why am I blanking on their head coach's name? Shanahan. Uh, Shanahan. Yeah knows his the way he likes to run an offense. Um, I'm going to go win, but I think it's going to be like a dog fight. Like, yeah. it's it's going to be a one-score game. And it's going to – I think, honestly, whoever has the ball last is going to win. Uh, I think the Pats will lose this game. Um, like you said, I think it's going to be low-scoring, defensive. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is, like, one of those, like, really bad rain-out games, something like that. Uh that adds a lot of context to it. Um, kind of predicting weather here. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just think that the 49ers way too talented. Their defense is too good. Too many star players on that defense to go along with a very, very solid offense. I mean, this team was five minutes away from winning a Super Bowl. They were right there with the Chiefs. They just kind of blew it. Yeah, I wouldn't say they blew it. I would say the ref uh-huh. kind of cost them on the Kittle catch. But yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that these guys good. are right there with the Chiefs uh, in terms of talent. Uh, I don't know. I just think that the Patriots are a good team, but they're obviously that that B-tier team. Not They're not anymore at the top, obviously, that we've seen with Brady, with Gronk, all that. Oh yeah, no, we're we're definitely not at the top anymore. But I, I really think this game's gonna be gritty, and for people that are used to like high scoring and action, I don't think we're gonna get that. I because at the end of the day, it's 
two great defenses. Say what you will about the Patriots, how we're not like an A-tier team anymore. That's still an A-tier defense we got going up against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. So it's just going to be two great defenses going at it. I think both offenses are going to have their hands full the entire day. And I think it's going to be a very entertaining game for people that like watching, you know, good defense like myself. Yeah. So wait, um, what do you got them at right now going into week eight? Four and two. I also have them at four and two. Pat's Bills in Buffalo, one o'clock. When? Buffalo's Buffalo's good. They're building towards something. They got their quarterback. They got their guy. It's their defense is legit. They're starting to build. They got Stefan Diggs. I just still see us as at least for one more year being the dominant force in this division. And I don't think that uh the Bills will beat us this year. Um, I was thinking we might split the season series earlier, but, I mean, I'm just starting to think about the matchup, about what everything's going on. People like what they'll bring up, like, oh, yeah, they got Diggs. Well, we have, you know, Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, Stefan Diggs isn't an option anymore. Like, I still, I think we're going to go into Buffalo and win. Uh, I think we, we took both games last year from them, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yes, we won. We definitely won in Buffalo, and I'm pretty sure we won in New England. That was the yeah. I went. I went to the the Bills game last yeah. one. That was a very close game. Though. Yeah, both games were close, and that's kind of why I think that the Bills are finally going to squeak something out. It's going to be a close game, but I think the Bills take this one in Buffalo. Uh, it's a tough place to play. Um, yeah, you could say. Yeah, I know you just. Talked about Diggs being canceled out, but I mean this team is still solid. I think there's a big swagger going around there. They they really believe that this is their division now. I think that they're gonna make their statement in this one. Defeating the Pats close, close game though. Next week, Patriots go to New York. Sorry. When don't even need to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Monday night football, seeing ghosts. That was the storyline last year. Blew them out. Um, I can't is... believe that, that that comment of him like got on air. Yeah, you get, did like, him dirty. I'm seeing ghosts, man. <laughs> like dirty, did him dirty. But yeah, this is gonna be a blowout. Jets are still trash. Big trash. <sighs> Next week, uh, Ravens at Patriots Sunday Night Football. You know. If you really sit down and think about it, we're gonna lose. <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's, it's not like it's the Ravens. Like they're they're on the same playing field as the Chiefs. It's a quarterback that right now is the second best quarterback in the league. Um, and it's uh, again, it's just it's the Ravens. Like we saw what they did last year. We saw what they're building towards. They only got better this off season. I thought. It's they're building towards a, to literally just go toe to toe with the Chiefs every year. So they're young. It's it's the same thing with the Chiefs. It's it's just Lamar. Like Lamar's just insane. Like it's I I don't I don't see any way we win this game. So way back, 
I predicted that the Ravens season would end earlier than most would expect. And I got knocked for it. And they lost to the Tennessee Titans. My next prediction is the Pats are going to beat the Ravens in Gillette Stadium this year. My reason being, Bill Belichick saw what the what that offense was made of last year. And honestly, say what you want about that game. I've said it time and time again. The Patriots lost their way out of that game themselves. Julian Edelman fumbled, got returned for a touchdown, and they were on the cusp of being, I think, down three if that drive keeps going the way they it was kind of planning on. I mean, that they were driving. looked like they were going to find the end zone, and Edelman fumbled. That brings you within three. And then it's that's pretty much even even game at that point, and it could have gone either way. Yeah, it was in Baltimore, but now it's in New England, which makes it all that much tougher. So I don't know. I have a good feeling about this one. I don't think the Ravens are as good as people think they are. Lamar Jackson is a superior talent. Don't get me wrong. He is so fun to watch. I love watching Lamar Jackson on Sundays. But the pistol, the read option, all this stuff I don't that they like to run, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. It's the reason why the Patriots won't run it with Cam Newton. I just don't think that this offense wins Super Bowls. And if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, Put that L on my forehead, but I don't know. Until then, I like that good old traditional style football that the Patriots run over that kind of offense. I like the Patriots in this game. I really do. It's a take. Um, it's a take. It's just, I agree with you where their offense, they can't sustain that offense for a while. They need to just incorporate. You know, that college funky offense with yeah. running the ball where, I mean, Lamar's a running back that can throw the ball yards. Um, so, it's – I don't think you're going to – I agree with you. I don't think you will win a Super Bowl running exclusively that offense like the Ravens kind of did last year where, you know, Lamar, I think, only threw like a thousand – like, I think it was like 1,800 of his passing yards were – to wide receivers and the rest were to tight ends and everything else he did was on the ground. I'm not saying that means Lamar can't do that. It's just, I don't know. I think, I just think he has more to him than just the mobility. I think the Ravens are really building a team that will, that will win a Super Bowl. They got a smart coach, clearly, clearly a quarterback that's built for the future. Say what you will about running quarterbacks, how really, they all get hurt. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think I think if Lamar needed to, he could become a pocket passer. I mean, he made a throw against Miami where he just flicked his wrist and the ball landed right in yeah. Woods' hands 70 yards down the field. Like, he just has that kind of talent. And I just don't see us beating them. Um, but I, I could see it being a very close game. <laughs> Next week is Pats Texans in Houston. One o'clock. I'm gonna go win here for for the old boys in blue. Uh, the Pats. I think we are going to beat the Texans. 
Um, I don't really think the Texans are good this year. I think they might lose the division. Um, what was I thinking of? Um, yeah, no, I think they're. I think they're gonna lose the division. I think the Colts have a good shot. Um, who else is in the NFC South? The uh, Titans got a good shot too. Um, yeah, I think there's several teams. I think there's two teams right there in their own division that I think are better. Like, not better, but will give them trouble this year. They traded D-Hop. They, like, did such a weird thing this offseason and, like, trading during the regular season where they, like, got rid of assets and then gained some, but then got rid of their good players. And, like, they just are – I think it's just a whole world. They don't have their best player anymore. J.J. Watt, his injury history sucks to say, but – I don't know if he'll be able to play 16 games. I don't even know if he'll be playing in this week 11 game. Um, it's just, I just think the Texans really kind of muffed up the GMing part of football. Bill O'Brien. Yeah, it's so. He's their GM. He's so. Kind of screwed the so, pooch. So bad. So bad. And I feel yeah. bad. Sean and I feel like he's when it comes time I don't think he's going to resign there I think he's going to say like listen I I want to you know actually play for a winner which is what he had for the first two two years of his career and now he's in a situation where it's like okay like who like really who are these guys on my offense like and who who's on defense? Like what? Like what are we building towards? Like what are we? And I just think it's a team that's not building towards um, a Super Bowl. And I think we're gonna go in there and beat them. I don't think the Texans are gonna have that good of a year this year. I could see them going eight and eight, nine and seven. And I think the Colts or the Titans are gonna walk away with that division. You know what? I was gonna say this was gonna be a loss, but you kind of just swayed me all those points you just made i kind of i kind of forget about all these blunders of moves that they make i mean you just dump all your assets away for a left tackle which is understandable you want to protect deshaun watson a guy who's mobile you want to protect him as much as you can but then you trade away the game top two top three receiver for next to nothing a running back who Hasn't been anywhere near himself in two, three years. Yeah, I was going to say, if that trade happened two years ago, we would have been like, okay, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and even then, I mean, I feel like it's the running back position just isn't nearly as valuable as the wide receiver position, but I don't know. I mean, then they trade for Brandon Cooks. Like, I just don't really understand what's going on there. It's a bunch of question mark trades. I don't think the mojo is there. Like you said, I don't think Deshaun is all too thrilled with them. So, yeah, I'm going to go Patriots win this one, especially coming off a loss there last year. Yeah, no, I think. Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals, Pats. So, you now uh, you get to play D-Hop the next week in Gillette, 1 o'clock. I am going to as much – I mean, I, we literally at the bar last night had this conversation. We literally went game by game at the bar. And we're just yep. doing it. And I've, like, already switched, like, some of my thoughts. But um, this is a good point. Um, I believe it was Cherry made 
uh, you know, former former guest, probably mm-hmm. be on soon for NBA stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. he said he likes the Cardinals this year. He says he likes what they're building towards. Like I do as well. Loves their offense, and mm-hmm. you know he convinced me. And I'm gonna say the Cardinals will beat us, and this will be the fourth loss I got for us right now. So I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I'm not huge on Kyler, but I'm not an idiot, and I can clearly tell that you know he is a talent, and he is a very he's a positive more than a negative at the quarterback position. Their wide receiver core is disgusting. Like, just downright filthy. That yep. Larry Fitzgerald is the third wide receiver. And I just think they're they're building towards... They are showing to be a team that is building towards something. Unlike the Texans, who I think are doing the opposite of that. Yeah. Where they're just adding players, not not, like, constructing something. The Cardinals are getting something. They have their quarterback... They're building up the offensive line, and their wide receiver core is nasty on offense. Mm-hmm. That's all I really need to know for their offense. I know their defense was, I believe, middle of the pack last year. But regardless, I like the Cardinals. I think they're going to have a pretty good year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I can see us losing this game definitely. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're probably thinking. Uh, the Cardinals – I mean, Kyler Murray specifically, he matches up with Lamar pretty pretty evenly in terms of running and all that, and their offense is going to have some read option, all that. But I think that the Ravens, just the atmosphere of that game, prime time, just the Ravens being the Ravens, I think the Pats are just going to be ready for that one when to this game. I think the Pats are almost going to take the Cardinals a little bit lightly, and they're going to be caught by surprise. Just with in terms of a young head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, young quarterback, Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, they do have star power and all that that the Patriots are going to be preparing for. But I think that um, this is going to be a breakthrough year for the Cardinals. I do think that they are going to have a positive record. I do believe in Kyler Murray. I love Cl- Cliff Kingsbury. I think that's pretty much a match made in heaven there. And I think that like I said, going to surprise the Pats here. So I'm going to go with a loss. Let's uh, go a little bit rapid fire as we're approaching an hour for the remaining games. Pats Chargers, 425 in L.A., new stadium. Um, all I got to say is I hope it's Herbert at quarterback. I got this one's a big one. Big um, one? Yeah, I – Listen, the Chargers are all right. Chargers are good. They just lost their quarterback that has been at the helm since 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that we're going to go in and win. It's just that simple. I think we're better than them. I think whoever they throw at quarterback, both of ours are better than and I, I think this is just going to be like just like a normal win. Like we're going to win like, oh, Patriots win 31-14. Like that's your final year in L.A. Like nothing like too like blown out of the water. Just, you know, just a Patriots win. Um, I hope it's Herbert though because if, if it's Herbert starting week 13, I'll guarantee a win. Like just mm-hmm. lock. Like Herbert stinks. I hate <laughs> 
Uh, I'm also going to go big win here. Um, Chargers, they're doing stuff, I guess. They made their move for their quarterback, but I do think that Anthony Lynn just doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, We saw it a couple years ago, first round of the playoffs. Chargers came in here and just had no idea what they were doing. Uh, I don't know. I just think that the Chargers are a few more pieces away from being that contender again. But, yeah, Pats are going to win this one easily. No fans in attendance. Well, Pats. Uh, so no fans in attendance in L.A., so it's not going to be a home game for us? Yeah. <laughs> I forget. I keep forgetting there's not going to be fans, but there wouldn't be fans there anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, there wouldn't. Yeah, it's the same amount. <laughs> they're used to – I think it was uh, like Melvin Gordon made a joke because now that he's gone, uh, he was like – yeah, no, he's like, yeah, with the no fans in the stands, they're probably, uh, he's like, probably be more of a home game in L.A. than yeah, before. seriously. But, uh, yes, I think we both got wins there. Yep. The next week, they stay in L.A., play the Rams 820 Sunday Night Football. When? Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go lost here. Oh, jeez, I just burped bad, but, um... <laughs> Crap, that kind of hurt. But um, uh, no, I think we're going to win. Um, I think we saw last year the Rams have some flaws in them that have been exposed since the Super Bowl year. They obviously have who I think is the best defensive player in the league in Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Um, I, but if we're going to value players just in general – I think he's based on what they give to the position and whatnot. He's probably the third best player in the league. Um, I love Donald, but I just see the Pats winning this one. I don't. I I don't see. I don't like Goff. I think Goff's an all right quarterback. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's terrible. I think he's just your run of the mill quarterback. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Uh, McVeigh's their guy out there, right? Yep. Yeah, McVeigh's obviously a genius. Um, very smart head coach. Um, granted, he, you know, that Rams defense too held the the Patriots to thirteen points. Where in every other Super Bowl, if you held your, the opposing team to thirteen points, you'd win. But um, they unfortunately scored three points. So I just I don't see us losing this game um i like the la la stint that we have and i think the patriots are gonna win both uh, on the la trip and i mean it's just really my faith in jerry um yeah my faith in golf and i really don't have much especially with what they have around them um i just see the patriots going in there and winning like like the uh, Chargers game, uh, like it's just going to be like a just like a run of the mill game. Like Pats win like twenty eight thirteen, like just like a just a normal game. We chew out the clock in the fourth and off the road. So I'm going to chalk that one up as a win. I'm going to go loss here just because I think that the Rams are going to be probably the most slept on team in the league this year. They had an awful year in terms of what they were building upon the year before, obviously going to the Super Bowl. 
carrying one of the most loaded rosters there were that season. Um, laid an egg in that Super Bowl, obviously, versus the Patriots, but they come out last year and just didn't perform nearly as well as people thought. Um, they still have, like you said, a genius of a head coach in Sean McVay, offensive guru there, a guy that can really take advantage of Jared Goff and make him pretty much an above-average quarterback in an average quarterback's body, if that makes any sense. Uh, they still carry uh, two great receivers in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Very underrated duo there. Um, no Todd Gurley anymore, but, I mean, he wasn't really a part of that offense anymore anyways. They did draft a kid, Cam Akers, going with Darrell Henderson, so they're going to have a running back duo there. Don't be surprised if one of them breaks out. Um, decent O-line and a, obviously a good defense. Um, I think that the Rams are going to catch a lot of teams by surprise, including the Patriots in this game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going lost there. Next week, the Patriots go to Miami. Miami. Um, so, yeah, uh, we all know the the spiel about Patriots when we go down to Miami. Uh, we've ex- historically struggled. But that was that was Tom Brady's Patriots. Yep. Cam, this is Cam Newton's Patriots. And <laughs> Cam and the boys are going to be rocking in Miami, and I'm going to chalk it up as a win for the Pats. And I what that's a season sweep of Miami. At least that's what I got. I think you had a loss earlier, but uh, you know I think we're going to go in, beat Miami, beat a lot, beat Van Noy, beat a couple other former Patriot guys. And you know, smack to around a little bit, and uh, you know, it's a new new era here in New England, and uh, you know, good time to get rid of old uh, stigmas. Yeah, you just said it. Uh, rookie quarterbacks versus Bill Belichick do not normally go great. I think Bill always always takes advantage of those kinds of guys. This is going to be a win. I think this is going to be a blowout win, uh, like last year in Miami, the Patriots smacked them out of the water. Very quickly, it was like 50-something nothing. Obviously, won't be that high this year, but it's going to be a blowout. I'm saying 30s, 40s to 7, 13, 14, that, that range. They will get – I like what you said. That was kind of Tom Brady's Patriots. I think Cam – Cam's Patriots, That this whole losing Miami thing kind of gets set aside for the time being, for the time being. Um, next week – Second to last week of the season, <clears throat> Bills Patriots primetime game eight fifteen in New England. Primetime game. Yep. In New England, I think this is the week. And I was saying it before the season started and before the schedule came out. If it falls like this, where we play the Bills late in the season, this game right here. I think whoever wins it wins the division. The second, yep. I was saying the second Buffalo game, I think whoever wins it, first one could go to either team. Whoever wins the second Buffalo game is going to win the division. And I think the Pats, after what happened last season, what happened this offseason, want to wrap up this division. I think we're going to be hungry. And I don't think the Pats are going to let this one slip. I think we're going to beat Buffalo. 
And I think this is the week we clinch the division and win another AFC East title. Yep. I agree. I'm also going to win here. I did say they'd lose in Buffalo, but 8-15 in New England, that's tough, uh, especially in the cold weather. I mean, yeah, the Bills obviously do it as well, but I don't know. There's just something about that time in New England, late December, right before playoffs. It makes it even tougher to win there, especially in prime time. So I'm going win there as well. And to cap the season off, the Patriots play the Jets in a wet fart of a season finale game, one o'clock in New England. Um, you know, you you summed it up bet best. This is the wettiest of farts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what I'm thinking here is the old, you know, week 17 thing where we got it wrapped up. If our seating's set, because, I mean, I don't think we're going to be have the bye. bye. We already clinched home field, like home, home, our home, home game in the wild card weekend. Um, I could see it in this situation, you know, us not going with many guys, like the backups, like, you know, let Stidham Hoyer get some reps this week. You know, let let some of the the old like you know just like the the guys, the young guys. You know, mm-hmm. not the guys that aren't as good. Um, and I believe that those guys, you know, are still better than the New York. <laughs> you had me going there for a second. I thought you were gonna say, thought you were saying they're gonna lose. <laughs> no, my God, no. It's, it's I mean. Granted, listen, I Darnold, I think he's a little overrated. He's still like a good quarterback. I don't like Adam Gase. I don't like Le'Veon Bell. Uh, do they still have uh, Anderson, the wide receiver? No, he's in uh, Carolina. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that. The second Cam left, they got Teddy Bridgewater weapons, but they never got Cam a weapon. Um, <laughs> no, again, like we said it when the earlier game, it's, it's the Jets. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they're the only team in the AFC East right now not building towards something. They just – their their best player is requesting a trade because he just doesn't want to deal with the incompetence anymore. Yeah. And so it's, I think we're going to beat the Jets here. I, I, I just – I don't think that's a hot take. I think it's relatively cold, even if Stidham and the backups are playing. Yeah, you just said it. I mean, the Patriots' B team is still better than the Jets' A team. Um, They're not going to have Jamal Adams in this game. He'll be long gone. Um, Their offense, Le'Veon Bell just does not look like himself anymore. Other than that, can't really think of anyone else that's really noteworthy to mention. Maybe Crowder, but, I mean, that he's a slot receiver, can only do so much. Yeah, this is a win to close out the season. And I think that puts me at 11 and 5 I think yeah 11 and 5 so I'm at 12 and 4 um, wow but uh I'm gonna put us at 11 and five and a half um because I think we're gonna drop a random game in there I yeah. can't pick which one but we do it for every- sure they always do we yeah we do it every year we like like we'll lose like a dumb one like we're just shitting on the Jets and it's gonna be like oh wow the Patriots lost 21 to 10 to the Jets yeah like, it's gonna be something stupid like that or like Miami will beat us or just one of these bad teams that we're playing like we'll lose one I'm trying to I'm gonna be like 
going back on the schedule. We have such a hard schedule. We do. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We do. No favors by the NFL. Yeah, no, none at all. Uh, they they really want the dynasty to get over with soon. But uh, no, I think we're gonna drop a random one. So I'd say right around like 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 I said before, I think right around twelve and four and eleven and five. I think we're gonna be in that mm-hmm. range. I think we're gonna win the division. And I mean, granted, like depending on what the Chiefs and Ravens do, hopefully. You know, we might sneak a bye, but I don't see that happening considering the only the one seed gets a bye now. And, um, yeah, so I think we're probably going to be right around the third. Like, again, like I said earlier, probably the third best team in the AFC record-wise. Yep. Right before we end off, I want to ask you one more question. It's the ultimate question. It's kind of being tossed around right now. I'm not going to ask you record record-wise. Who makes it farther in the playoffs? Cam Newton's Patriots or Tom Brady's Bucks? <sighs> Non-biased. Cam Newton's Patriots. Um, <laughs> and my big so my big thing is where I think the Pats are going to fall sta- uh, standing wise. Like we're just going off of who is going to make it farther in the playoffs. Um, yep. The AFC is definitely worse than the NFC. It's yep. just the fact there's so many better teams in the NFC. Granted, the two – well, who I think are the two best teams in the league are both in the AFC with the Chiefs and the uh, Ravens. Um, I think just as long as, as long as the Pats avoid – you know, as long as we don't slide down to one of those bottom spots where you have to play the Chiefs or the Ravens in a playoff game on the road, I think we're going to win a win a game. And then, you know, if the seeding falls weird again, if whatever, I mean, as long as we can avoid those two teams as long as we can, hopefully they go beat each other up. Maybe they have to, the Ravens have to go to Arrowhead in the divisional instead of the conference championship. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So, I can see scenarios where the Patriots make it to the conference championship game. Uh, granted, we are going to need a little luck to make it to the Super Bowl, considering mm-hmm. we would have to go through either one of the Chiefs or the Ravens to get there, or both, which I don't think we could beat both of them. We might be able to sneak one against one of them. So that's where I'm at. I think if the cards fall how I think they're going to fall, I, I we're going to win wild card weekend. And then, depending on who we play, come uh, the divisional round, um, that will just decide how far we go. But I think at bare minimum, we'll go to the divisional round. With the Bucks, though, because you got to think they're not going to win their division. I, yeah. I think I think it's going to go to the Saints. Yep. I think the Saints are probably going to get the bye. So that means the Bucks would play probably. How would it work? I think they'd probably get the second of the three wild cards now. So they'd play the division winner with the third best record. Yeah. So I think that the Saints 49ers, right now the Saints already bump them to the wild card. And then what the Seahawks or 49ers, I think they're both going to have a better record than the Bucks. So that's another team ahead of them in the wild card. 
So that means they're probably going to play the winner of the NFC North, which is probably going to be the Packers, I'd imagine. Again, so or they'd play the winner of the NFC West. I, I think the Saints are going to get the bye, though. But um, so I think it's that right there is already a tougher road to the conference championship than the Patriots have to go to go through. So I could see the Bucks being a first round bop. And I just, I feel very comfortable that the Patriots will win on wildcard weekend. So yeah. I would say, I'd say Cam Newton's Patriots just, just for the sole purpose of the AFC compared to the NFC. If the roles were switched, I'd say the Bucks and the Bucks were in the Patriots situation playing AFC teams I would say they would go farther than the Patriots if they had to go through the NFC. So, Make things interesting. We'll spice it up a little bit. We'll remember this one just so we can kind of see who wins this one. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, I mean, being a season ticket owner, <laughs> I'm, I'm the biggest – I'm the biggest Pink Hat Bucks fan there is now. <laughs> uh, no, but in all seriousness, I just think that – Time and time again, it's another year of doubting Tom Brady. Um, now that he's not with the Patriots anymore, it's pretty easy to doubt him now. But I still think that there is so much that this guy brings to the table in terms of winning time, in terms of when it matters most, fourth quarters, uh, big games. He comes through time and time again. He's still going to with the Bucks. It's Tom Brady. Um Got to remember, Drew Brees has been a choke artist in the playoffs with the Saints the past few years. Um, and yeah, I mean, as tough as the Seahawks and the Packers and the 49ers may be, I mean, Tom Brady is the best at just going one game at a time, one Sunday after another. And I think that, yeah, their defense may not stack up, to go against these firepower offenses that the Saints 49ers bring. But, I mean, Tom Brady now does have a loaded offense for himself as well. So um, I think they're going to go farther than people expect. They Probably not a Super Bowl. We'll see, though. Um, that'd be something, though, if they play in the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. That'd be hey, awesome. Listen, I want to make this very clear after I said the Patriots. I have never and will never doubt Tom Brady in my entire life. I yep. mean, he's, he's just proved, like like you said, proven time and time again. He thrives, feeds off of it when people are hating, when people, when people doubt him. Yep. I don't know why, um, <laughs> considering his six rings now, um, I keep really proving the haters wrong. But, um, you know, I've come every Sunday, Thursday or Monday, or some Saturdays, whenever – Whenever they're playing, uh, I'm gonna be rooting for the Bucks because, you know, like this is this is like a uh, like a nice queen breakup with like an ex girlfriend where like you guys have similar friends and you know you're gonna see each other at parties and you're gonna be you know fine talk it up and so like I'm gonna be rooting for him you know I wish them I wish Brady nothing but the best, um you know I just I really hope uh, he has success yeah. I hope the Bucks, you know, do good. I, I, I'm not rooting against them, like at all. I'm rooting for them. Uh, I wish Brady and Gronk the best, and I hope, uh, 
hope everything goes good there in Tampa. But that being said, I just think the the Patriots, because of how easy, mm-hmm. uh, understandable, like the the AFC right now is divided. It's like tier A Chiefs Texans, tier B. It's like Texans Colts Titans. Like uh, trying to think even who else. Uh, Steelers, Browns, yeah. if you're high on them. And I just think that the, the tier two or tier B in the AFC is so much worse than the tier B in the NFC. Yeah. The, the NFC is just stacked. Like the, every team making the playoffs in the NFC, besides I think the winner of the NFC East is going to be very good. Because, I mean, I everyone knows how I feel about the Cowboys. They are fucking idiots. But... <laughs> So um, we'll see on that one. I mean, this is probably going to be we'll be probably talking a lot more other sports. So you probably won't be hearing a lot of football for the time being until I mean, given any unforeseen changes, it's it's all uphill from here with sports coming back soon. Cross my fingers. Oh wait, little breaking news here. Yep. Uh, looks like the Redskins are going to start to consider uh, a name change for yeah. their friend. Good. So, I mean, Good. I, I, we both got the same take. I mean, you can't have that name. Yeah, no. The R it word. Should have been changed a while ago, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, it's going to be mostly NHL, MLB, NBA for the time being, given that we're coming back. Sports are finally fucking back. Yeah, we'll probably have uh, Cherry and Kano back I'm on down. for uh, NBA. Uh, we had them on earlier when, uh, you know, there was no Rona. Yep. But, uh, you know, now at the restart, we'll uh, talk it up with the NBA boys. Because, uh, I mean, that's not really me and your primary sport. Yeah, so. no. Definitely not. But, um, yeah, so be on the lookout soon for um, NBA talk with some guests, NHL playoff talk, MLB returning, Red Sox. We'll have everything you need to know for all three uh, leagues. We hope you gave we hope you gave some good content today on uh, Cam Newton joining the Pats. Um, we hope you're excited. I sure as hell am. I'm sure, Liam, you said it a bunch of times. Um, swagger. Life is back in New England, which feels very good because I really was not too thrilled about um, opening up this year with Jarrett Stidham. Oh, so I, as much I as I said I was, I was never really too excited. <laughs> oh, I, I was, I was thrilled for Stidham. I, I watched a, a very unhealthy amount of Auburn football highlights. I mean, just put it at that yeah. uh, to sell myself on Stidham. But, hey, regardless, there will be an Auburn quarterback under center for the Patriots. Let's go. But, um, yeah, so uh, good episode. <laughs> ran, ran a little long, but you know what? We're excited. Hey, Cam- we haven't really been posting much, but might as well give a long one here. Yeah. Uh, happy 4th, everyone, too. Uh, go celebrate America. It's the best country on earth and the best country that ever was, is, or can be. Perfect. Happy 4th of July, everybody. We'll see you very soon. We'll see you later. Peace out. Peace.